I thought I would pop on here quick and make a really brief episode to talk to you guys about using graphic organizers or having students take notes while you're giving them input. So there are some classes that can effectively engage with you and participate appropriately and contain their excitement and energy. And then there are some classes that can't. And there are also some students that may need that little extra help to keep them focused, whether they have um, learning challenges or attention challenges, or maybe they are just a lower performing group that needs that uh, pencil to paper work during school to keep them motivated. I really want to encourage you to try using graphic organizers. Now, I did a whole podcast episode last fall, probably around this time, maybe, maybe November, um, talking about how graphic organizers saved my sanity last year. And 100%, they are my best classroom management tool of the year. That's new for me, at least. So I have found that asking students to do simple tasks, such as um, split your page into six groups, or into six equal boxes, and we're going to talk about six pictures, and I want you to write down two pieces of notes for each picture, or I want you to copy down the Spanish sentences I write about each picture, or I want you to write down three events as they happen in the story. Whatever it is that you're having them do to take notes, you can have them just do that on a notebook page. It doesn't have to be a fancy graphic organizer. But if what you're going to be talking about fits well into a graphic organizer, for example, a T-chart. You know, maybe you talk about what certain people were like when they were kids and what they're like as adults. You know, so in one column, they put the childhood descriptor, and in the other column, they put the current descriptor. Maybe you talk about what different people are thinking, and so you have, you know, people, people's heads with thought bubbles above it. Or maybe you have a story mountain, and you're going to be telling a story, so students fill in notes on the story mountain as you tell the story. I'm not saying that you should utilize these every day, but for some groups, you might want to. I have one particular group of fifth graders this year that is a little bit more challenging due to the way that students were grouped because of the smaller classes for COVID precautions. And this one group, I was a little anxious to teach them a lesson about um, like what what our different preferences were in the class because I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to get off task. They're going to want to talk to each other. They're going to get distracted. They're not going to be following me. They're going to be confused. I was like, oh, what can I do to prevent this from being crazy? Well, so what I did was I randomly threw up an outline, not threw up, (laughs) ew. I randomly drew an outline for a graphic organizer and I made two columns. The first column was for students to put their personal preference. That way they could write it down and keep track of it without blurting it out in the middle of class. And in the second column, they wrote down what the class picked out or what the class voted on, which was more popular. And you know what? It was the best dang lesson that I taught with all three groups of fifth graders, the group that I had the graphic organizer used with. And then I was like, this was such a great idea with my, my challenging group. I'm going to use it with my high flying group. And guess what? Worked well for them too. Guess what? High flyers 
can write extra things on the graphic organizer. So if you're going to hold them accountable for writing notes and writing on things, I would highly recommend you allow students to write notes in their first language. Because if you're just trying to show comprehension or show that they're following along, then that does it. So I tell my high-flying students, if you can, well, I tell the whole class this, because I don't care if it's a high-flyer who wants to write in Spanish or a low-flyer, regular-flyer, any of the flyers should be writing in Spanish if they feel like it. So I tell them, if you're able to write in Spanish, that's my first preference. My second preference is Spanglish. My third preference is English, but you can write in any of those three languages on your notes. Unless, of course, I'm modeling writing in Spanish for them when I want them to copy it in Spanish. So anyhow, all of this to say, keep your expectations to an amount that you know all students will be successful with. So if you know that you're going to talk about um, five events in a story... Not every kid is going to pick up on every single detail that you say in the story. So maybe as you have them take notes, say, I want you to write down three events that happened in the story. Or you can say at least three. And I, tr I challenge you, I dare you to catch as many as you can. That sounds weird too. It sounds like you're catching germs or something. Anyhow, the point is, give it a try. Having students put pencil to paper... Not the worst thing in the world, even for my virtual kids, like my online students, I had them take the notes on the different pictures we were describing last week, and I had them submit their notes to me. Did I tell them how they needed to do their notes? No. I said, if you want to create a document on Google Docs, do it. If you want to create a slideshow and take notes, do it. If you want to write them on paper and take a picture and send it to me, do it. I don't care how you do it. Do it in whatever way is best for you. That's automatic differentiation, right? In little ways that we can help them be successful. And just show me that you completed the work. So I would love for you to try out using either a graphic organizer, having students take notes. Um, and oftentimes I'll give like a daily work score for them taking notes. And even in this hybrid time, I'll have them hold their notes up to me from the front of the room so I can see that they all have them. In normal times, I'll go around and I'll put um, you know, a sticker on them or a stamp, or I'll have a student go around and do that, or I'll draw on Mr. Sketch Markers, and then they all awkwardly sniff their notebooks. But give it a shot. It just might surprise you. It might be that added moment of like, oh, I can breathe as students are writing. Plus... It will slow you down when you're speaking in the target language because you need to make sure you're giving your students that time to take the notes. So give it a try, taking notes, using graphic organizers. It can help rein everything in for you. Let me know how it goes.